0: Psalm chapters 94 and 95 Psalm Chapter 94 Verse 1 God of Vengeance, Jehovah, God of Vengeance, shine forth. The Lord will have vengeance over our enemies, and our enemies are the demons. 2. Be lifted up, O Judge of the earth, send back a recompense on the proud. Satan is the most proud being there is. He believes that he's better than God. Anybody who follows Satan is also very proud. Three, till when do the wicked, O Jehovah, till when do the wicked exult? This means how long are you going to let the wicked get away with what they're doing? Now, human wicked people need a long time to repent, and that's why the Lord lets them keep living, and he keeps preserving them. He wants them to repent so that they won't be in hell forever. And the demons are allowed to tempt us here on earth to test our faith and to test our love for the Lord. And it's necessary that we're tested so that both we and the Lord know that we truly love him. They have a time where they're allowed to do wickedness here on earth, but their time will come. And whenever you feel impatient about living here on earth with all these demons and all these wicked people, just remember that it's ultimately so that more humans can be saved, and so that more humans can prove their love for the Lord, which is for God's glory. For they utter, they speak an old saw, all working iniquity do boast themselves. Speaking an old saw means they're telling old tells, old stories. People who don't love the Lord and who are prideful, they're talking about how great they are. And Satan and the demons also speak old stories by blaspheming the Lord and causing us to think that we're better than the Lord or that God hates us. 5. Thy people, O Jehovah, they bruise, and thine inheritance they afflict. The demons bruise us because they lead us into sin, and then we have so much trouble in our lives, and they take our inheritance away. When we listen to their lies and engage in sin, we lose our inheritance, which is salvation. And many humans have lost that inheritance. Widow and sojourner they slay, and fatherless ones they murder. Demons cause wicked people to attack the weak and demons themselves also attack the weak. If you never had a father who loved you, you are weak. Because it's our fathers who give us our sense of identity and wholeness. And when you don't have a loving father, you really lack that sense of identity and wholeness, and you can fall easy prey to demonic attacks. If you're fatherless or husbandless, then turn to the Lord, because the New Testament says that he is our father and our husband. It also says he's our brother and our friend, so he can be all of those things to us. When I need brotherly advice, I ask Jesus. And when I need the kindness of a husband, I look to Jesus. We have all those things in the Lord. 7. And they say, Jehovah doth not see, and the God of Jacob doth not consider. Wicked people and demons don't think that God cares. They think that they can get away with what they're doing. But the demons are going to be destroyed forever, one day. And the people, if they don't repent, they will get destroyed too. 8. Consider ye brutish among the people, and ye foolish. When do ye act wisely? 9. He who planteth the ear, doth he not hear? He who formeth the eye, doth he not see? It says, to anyone who believes that God isn't watching, He's the one who made your ear and made your eye. So do you think that he can't see in hear, when he's the one who gave you the ability to see in hear? And the answer is, the Lord absolutely sees and hears everything. And on top of that, he records everything. He has two books in heaven, and in one of those books he records all of our acts, both the evil and the good. 10. He who is instructing nations, doth he not reprove? To reprove is to rebuke, or to get after somebody. He who is teaching man knowledge is Jehovah. All of our knowledge comes from the Lord. He rebukes us when we need to be rebuked. And he teaches all of the nations. That's why nations have some pretty good laws. Sometimes they have wicked laws, but sometimes they have really good laws. And it's because the Lord has taught them. Most laws that people would consider good actually originated from the Bible and the Old Testament. 11. He knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Vanity is when you think you're better than you are, or you think you're going to get something that you're not. And our thoughts are so vain. We think we might win a contest, or we think somebody might want to go out with us, or we think that we're pretty good looking, and it's just vanity. 12. O oh, the happiness of the man whom thou instructest, O Jah, and out of thy law teachest him. Jah is a nickname for Jehovah. When it says, O Jah, it's saying, Lord. We are happy who are instructed by him. Every time you read the Bible, he is giving you personal instruction. 13. To give rest to him from days of evil, while a pit is digged for the wicked. Wicked people... They might go to jail, they might lose relationships, they might lose their job. In that temporal sense, they do often suffer punishments. But that pit is going to be the pit of hell. They're digging a pit right into hell if they don't repent. 14. For Jehovah leaveth not his people, and his inheritance forsaketh not. Forsaketh not. He will not forsake bringing us into eternal salvation in heaven, if we remain his people. 15. For to righteousness, judgment turneth back, and after it all the upright of heart. Those who love the Lord will look to his judgment and his righteousness. 16. Who riseth up from me with evildoers, who stationeth himself for me with workers of iniquity. This is a rhetorical question, and what it means is that nobody can stand with the righteous before the throne of God. If you keep practicing sin, then you can't pretend that you're in the family of God. On Judgment Day, 17, Unless Jehovah were a help to me, my soul had almost inhabited silence. Unless the Lord saves us, then we will go to the grave, that is, inhabiting silence. This is talking about the spiritual grave, which is hell. 18. If I had said, my foot hath slipped, thy kindness, O Jehovah, supporteth me. One of the last chapters we read said that he would keep our foot from falling, and that meant spiritually falling. He will prevent us from falling into Satan's traps. He'll warn us not to go with certain people, not to go to certain places. He'll warn us to turn the TV off so that we don't fall into a a spiritual trap. And if I tell you that my foot is slipping, you will save me. When we feel tempted to commit a sin, immediately go to prayer and ask for deliverance, and He will save us. Immediately start worshiping the Lord if you feel tempted to do something bad, and that temptation will go away. 19. In the abundance of my thoughts within me, Thy comforts delight my soul. Whenever I think of you, Lord, I feel comforted, I feel delighted within myself. 20. Is a throne of mischief joined with thee, a framer of perverseness by statute? He's saying that those who practice sin are not with the Lord. And that's why we're comforted by his word and his law and obeying his law. We get great comfort from that because we know that we can be with the Lord. 21 They decree against the soul of the righteous, and innocent blood declare wicked. Wicked people slander righteous people. We see that in the media today, where what's good is being called bad, and what's bad is being called good. In the court system and in the media, they're attacking people who speak the truth of the Bible. They're calling those people wicked. But the ones who practice sin, they're getting civil rights awards and all that kind of stuff because they practice sin. 22. And Jehovah is for a high place to me, and my God is for a rock, my refuge. We have a refuge in Him up on high, spiritually, which means when we pray to Him, He's listening from heaven and we're very near to Him. 23 and turned back on them their iniquity, and in their wickedness cutteth them off. Jehovah our God doth cut them off. What wicked people do will come back on them. But this isn't talking about karma, because karma is a lie. It's from Middle Eastern religion. The demon of karma has no distinction at all. It's just, if you do good, you get a reward. If you do bad, you get punished. But that isn't how God operates, because He is a loving God and He sees the big picture and He has a plan. He sometimes allows those who love Him to suffer temporarily, and He has mercy on those who hate Him for a while so that He can draw them to Him. Those who love Him get tempted and tested sometimes so that we can prove our love to Him. Love isn't love unless it's tested. That's how you really know somebody cares, is when they're still there in the bad times. That's why the Lord lets us go through bad times, to see if we still love him, even in those times. But, on Judgment Day, anybody who still practices wickedness will be cut off. And that concludes Psalm chapter 94. Psalm chapter 95, verse 1. Come, we sing to Jehovah, we shout to the rock of our salvation. Shouting always refers to victory shout. We can sing and we can give a victory shout to the Lord every single day of our lives. And did you know in the Old Testament, the Lord always required the Israelites to shout before the battle. So that's why I say you can start out your morning shouting victory. You will experience victory when you believe in it before the battle. 2. We come before his face with thanksgiving. With psalms, we shout to Him. When we sing, we sing praises to Him, and we shout His victory. Too often today, Christian, so-called Christian music isn't really about God, and it doesn't really glorify Him. A lot of modern Christian music glorifies men instead. And it's all about how great we are and how God loves us because, because we're so awesome. But a a true psalm to the Lord will only glorify the Lord. Will only glorify the Lord. Three, for a great God is Jehovah and a great king over all gods. Now this is little lowercase gods, which means demons. So he is king over all the demons. That doesn't mean that they obey him, but it means that he has full power over them. For In whose hand are the deep places of earth, and the strong places of hills are his. So he controls the mountains, and all that's in them, and he also controls the seas, and the caves, and the wells, and everything. 5 Whose is the sea, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. So he controls the ocean, and the dry land, the high places, and the low places, and the deep places. 6. Come in, we bow ourselves, and we bend. We kneel before Jehovah, our Maker. So this is just talking about being prostrate or bowing before the Lord. And this is very appropriate. We can do this anytime. Anytime. 7. For He is our God, and we the people of His pasture, and the flock of His hand, today, if if to His voice we hearken. Notice the word if. We're only his people if we obey his words, which is what hearkening to his voice means. If you do not obey the Lord, you are not one of his people. You're not in his flock. Even if you went to church your whole life, if you don't actually obey the commandments, you're not his 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 sheep. We need to read the Bible and know what his commandments are and obey them. 8. Harden not your heart, as in Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the wilderness. It, this is talking about when they complained of the bitter water. You know, there's times where you and I will drink bitter water, but we can't complain about it. We have to say, Lord, we trust you. We believe in you. We love you through this trial. Thank you for the bitter water. Thank you for letting us prove our love to you by drinking it and still loving you anyway. And then great blessing will happen and that, and then you will pass that test. So if, if the Lord gives you bitter water, drink it and say thank you. Nine, where your fathers have tried me, have proved me, yea, have seen my work. Yeah, they saw the works of the Lord because they tested the Lord instead of allowing the Lord to test them. And he brought plague to them when they complained. But then he always restored them, when Moses asked him to forgive the people. 10. Forty years I am weary of the generation, and I say, a people erring in heart, they, and they have not known my ways. So the Israelites thought that they were suffering for forty years in the wilderness, but it was really the Lord who was suffering, because he had to put up with them. The Lord was long-suffering with them for forty years while they sinned the whole time. The Lord had ultra-patience. 11 Where I swear in mine anger if they come in unto my rest. The Lord made a promise to himself that the Israelites who complained in the desert would never enter the promised land. It would only be their children who entered the promised land, and that actually happened. If we want to spend our whole life complaining to the Lord instead of obeying him, then we will not enter the promised land of heaven. And that's the ultimate goal. We need to repent now, follow him, thank him for the bitter times, and prove to him our love. And that concludes Psalm chapter 95.